1: a new, am I even on the air? Can you hear me? Okay. All right. Fantastic. I don't know why I'm so low. Well, let me start again. (laughs) It's going to be a good show. I can tell already. (laughs) There's a new, but not so new plan to divide. There we go. Uh, there's a new but not so new plan to divide. The Temple Mount will tell you why the World Economic Forum should be renamed the World Ecumenical Forum. And artificial intelligence is heading right where we thought it would go. These are just some of the signs and the things that you need to know as we explore the signs of the times. Our weekly review of just some of the Bible prophecies that we find in the world's news for Friday, June 16th, 2023. Signs of the Times is not AI but a show with real humans, just like our sponsor Bob Johnson Insurance, a full sp- full service independent agency featuring erie insurance products for a personalized quote for wherever you 're heading in life, you can talk to a real human by phone at eight six five nine two two thirty one eleven or online at bob com. and you can listen to this or previous shows, share them with your friends, or ask Pastor Mark a prophecy question. By hitting us up at thewaymedia.net, then click Signs of the Times, or you can do the same on the Way Media app. And now, here with real human intelligence, or HI, or hi, if you want to say that, short for short. <laughs> friendly. Yeah, friendly, is Pastor Mark, whose doctor recently told him he's suffering from paranoia. Well, the doctor actually didn't say that, but Pastor Mark could tell that's what he was thinking. <laughs> okay, so, there you yeah, go. No, that's, there you yeah, no, yeah, that's something happened to my mic, so I'll yeah, have to fix that later. That, anyway, well, I hear you. We hear you good? That's so fantastic. I, I, I boost. I can't go any farther on the slider. So, well, they're beamed up. They're, they're, they're beamed up. They're beamed up it's and in, uh, and ready to go. There and you go. are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's fantastic. And roll. Let's do so it. let's go ahead and do it. Yes. We're gonna go to Israel and see that Prophecy is just right around the corner. Yeah, this is Israel 365 News. The Lakud MK uh, presents a plan, or has presented a plan, to divide the Temple Mount between Jews and Muslims. Why? How Ezekiel of you?
0: Yeah, you're not kidding. Not only Ezekiel, but other places. And um, I isn't that know, chapter 42? It, it is, but it's also yeah, you're right. But also, we know it's going to be up there. It talks about yeah, the I, Temple Mount being there in other places. I so, I mean, this is amazing. amazing. We're going to take a little time on this. Let me read the article for our listeners and talk about how huge this is um in an interview with the hebrew news uh that was published on wednesday knesset member amit halevi suggested a plan to divide the temple mount equally between jews and muslims according to his plan the muslims will receive the southern area including the al aqsa mosque which they have and the jews will receive the central and northern area of the mountain including the dome of the rock in order to implement this plan, he suggests removing Jordan from its custodian of the holy site. Jordan watches over the Temple Mount right now. And I quote, let's start with the facts. Um, Likudim K. Halevi said that Zeman Israel, uh, the area of the Temple Mount, are said to uh, Zeman Israel, and I quote, the area of the Temple Mount is 144 dunams 30 um, dunams, 37 acres. A small part of it is the Al-Aqsa Mosque. At the southern end of the mountain, the Muslims expanded the mosque beyond, the rec- uh, beyond recognition, starting in the year 2000, when they annexed Solomon's Stables, excavating and removing huge amounts of dirt that included precious archaeological findings, and building other large mosques and another large mosque in, in the space. On the other side of the Temple Mount stands the Dome of the Rock, structured with the foundation stone in the center. Uh, That is where the first and second temples stood. I disagree with that, but I'll explain why in a moment. This is the most, uh, this is most of the area of the mountain, which is the holiest place for the Jewish people. We will take the northern end and pray there, said Halevi. The entire mountain is sacred to us, and the Dome of the Rock is the place on which the temple stood. This should be our guideline. Israel should take the lead. It will be a historical, religious, and national statement. If this does not happen, then we are not actually the owners of the site. We are klutzes. What, is, uh, you know, what are we even doing there at all? He goes on, and I'm reading quite a bit of this on purpose. There's so much that we need to uh, uh, see here. For Muslims, the Dome of the Rock is a historical monument, not a mosque. For us, it is the holy of holies. Mm. If the Muslims want to come and pray with us in front of the place where the temple stood, they're welcome. Uh, He said, quoting the book of Isaiah, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. The Palestinian Authority's Higher Presidential Committee of Church Affairs said in a statement that the plan, which is described as fascist aggression, (laughs) must be stopped and confronted. As it would drag the region into a furnace of religious war, placing the blame on the right-wing coalition led by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Now, let's back up for a minute and just say, first of all, um, how just because
1: can, you're Jewish doesn't mean you understand Bible history.
0: That's right. That's right. I mean, um, um, you know, it, it, there, there's it, it's not even it, it's, you know, again, first of all, why is this even a discussion? Now let's get into the issues that it brought up in the article. First of all, this is huge. And here's why this is huge, because the Bible tells us that in the last days, the third temple, a third temple will be rebuilt. Now, for most people, they would say there's no way the Jews are ever going to build a temple. Even Jews would say that until recently. Certainly, the Muslims declare that as a fact, and the right. rest of the world would say there's no way. You can't put a temple up there with the hostilities and, and the two religions and the fighting. It'd be World War Three. they would say, you know, um, and so... The fact that they're even discussing this, Greg, is a shocker and shows the signs of the times because it is going to be built. And we've been saying for a long time, you're going to hear open public discussion at some point. This is the first open public discussion from a Likud member that is, again, is getting the attention that it's getting. I think it's been mentioned before, but um, when Netanyahu got in power, you had a lot of the conservatives took over and the Likud is the conservative party. And they feel emboldened, and now they're talking about what's been in their heart for a while, we want to put a third temple up there. Mm-hmm. Um, even the ones that aren't religious, and we use that word because they're you know, they are they're unsaved religious people over there. So we use the word religious, but even those who are religious or orthodox, the unsaved orthodox or the unsaved religious, they want one as well, even though they don't know God. Uh, they want one because it symbolizes the God that they worship supposedly and follow supposedly. But, um, again, even to have this discussion is a shocker. Now, the sticking point, even if you have the discussion, first of all, what could kick this discussion in more seriously? Dividing the land. If they say, all right, right now, it will not be a discussion at all right now. The Palestinians will not even entertain it. And they're going to be forced to entertain it. I believe when a discussion is brought up by the powers that be in the world, okay, uh, we'll give you part of the land and give you your own Palestinian state and, and Jews in exchange for you giving that up and not fighting us on that. We'll give you part of the Temple Mount, but both are going to kick and scream. Uh, the, the Muslims are going to say, no way we're keeping the Temple Mount. It's ours. Keep those filthy Jews off of here. And the Jews are going to say, no way are we giving them part of a Jerusalem because it's ours and it's our eternal city and we're not giving it back. Eventually the right leaders will be in power uh, they're among them that will say
1: or the right leader singular
0: yeah we'll, we'll be yeah. empowered well i mean among them oh yeah. that will agree to it yeah because i don't think they're going to be forced to do that um it might be but i think they're going to come to an agreement okay here's our agreement we'll give you part of the land you give us part of the temple mount and so that's how it's going to come about i believe and, and it could be you know late in the game and by force we'll see um What's interesting about the article is again we talked about it. We can't say for sure that I, that Ezekiel forty two, but it would indicate there's you know there's going to be a separation from the holy and the unholy, and uh, that could, the others there could be an argument that means other things. But I believe it is talking about some kind of division wall that's going to be built there, and so we've been talking for years about the fact that it looks like Scripture says there will be a wall built there, and you couldn't just divide it up and say that's our half, that's your half. No, you've got to build a wall. Um, because the two are going to fight they, you know, again, uh, the Muslims will be throwing rocks over at them, be attacking them, and they're going to defend themselves. It'd be ugly. So, um, but here's where it's interesting to me. What what this guy's saying is, he's going when you know when you start negotiating, you go for the full gambit. Right. And he may mean this. He wants it, and they all believe it. They do want it right now. They want the, the Dome of the Rock because they say that's where the temple stood, and they believe that's where the Holy of Holies was. That, I believe that is false. Exactly. And yeah. why do I believe it's false? Because there's a huge open area that's farther north. That if you go back to the very center of it, it lines up perfectly with the eastern wall. The eastern wall currently right now... Or the eastern gate. Eastern gate, I'm sorry. Yeah. The eastern gate is currently in front of nothing right now. Right. Okay? Uh, But we know that the eastern gate that you currently see is not the one that was there in the days of Jesus. However, they now have seen the foundations of it underneath, and they know that it's built exactly on top of the one from 2,000 years ago. So, with that said... (laughs) We know where the Eastern Gate was. Yeah. It's exactly where the one is today, just up above ground, different stones at this time. Yeah. Now, the rabbis write clearly in their writings that you could look straight out of the front door of the temple right through the Eastern Gate, dead center. That's ex- that's not the Dome of the Rock. That's way over to the right. The Dome of the Rock is way over to the south. In, into the south, that.
1: yes. And yeah. so,
0: so if you go there today and get right in dead center of the Eastern Gate, which I've done numerous times... It is in the middle of a giant empty area where a temple could be built easily right next door to the Dome of the Rock. And I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. They're going to rebuild that temple right there. So here's what will take place. The negotiations will begin at some point. They're going to fight back and forth. We won't budge. We won't budge. Finally, somebody will budge. Something will happen. um, And they will, again, build that wall separating, I believe, down the middle, just on the north side of the Dome of the Rock. The, the it, while he while this guy says that the Jews will get the Dome of the Rock area and everything uh, northern of that. No, what will happen is that Dome of the Rock and everything south, the Muslims will get to keep is what I believe is going to happen. And then on the other side of that wall, in that big, huge open area that lines up perfectly with the Eastern Gate, just like it's recorded in the Jewish writings, that's where they will, will build their third temple. They won't be happy about it, but they will believe that it's their only option. What they don't realize is that it is the right option. It's exactly where the old temples were. So they're going to be building the third temple right on top where the other two temples were. Um, and, and so, And then when the Lord comes back, that third temple will be destroyed. It says the ground will raise up and everything will fall to the ground. So even the third temple they built is going to collapse. He will raise the ground up and have a new topography of that area. He'll put, he'll refresh the temple mount. It'll all be redone. Then he will be overseeing the building of the fourth temple, which is the one we see during the millennial kingdom. And the fourth temple is the one we see in the book of Ezekiel, starting in chapters 40, 41, all the way to the end. Uh, that's the dimensions. When you go and read about it and look at it, it is nothing like the temple they're trying to build today, and it's nothing like the fourth temple that we're going to see in the millennial kingdom. So uh, there will be a fourth temple built, and that's how it's going to happen. So, But this is so exciting to me, Greg, because now, I mean, things are happening. They're talking about it out in the open. He's pushing for it. He's saying, we want this. The negotiations, I believe, probably will begin. I know Netanyahu and others want it. I think we're going to hear more about this very soon.
1: So Ezekiel 42, the temple that's mentioned there, is not... Uh the temple that you that you say will be built through the peace treaty that the Antichrist is going to sign?
0: No, I do not believe so. Okay. I, if you go and you look at that, I believe it's, they're going to build just kind of the standard temple again, whereas the one that the Lord builds is going to take an entire area. It's got different walls, different regions, different sections. It's, so it's the, a, when
1: they talk about putting up a wall that separates the profane from the unprofane, right. that is not talking about that's related to this peace treaty where the antichrist is going to allow the jews to rebuild it the could
0: temple. be yeah i mean it could be okay. it could be that wall across the middle of the temple okay. when they make that negotiation okay where i said there could be question is that some people might say no that wall uh, th- that's going to be something in the in the millennial kingdom um, because again there'll be believers and unbelievers at some point so mm. the unbelievers will be in couldn't uh, be able to come into the holy area so there will need to be some kind of separation so but I do believe interesting. This, but I do believe it's going to be because that's yes, the first
1: time you've ever talked about that in that it you tied it into reference to something that's beyond what we've always thought was tied to immediately following what yeah. happens in 38 and 39 right and, and again I still okay. believe
0: I still believe what we've talked about is going okay. to happen that is just something that I realized as I thought about it could no. possibly be a potential that's no, very interesting but I do believe there's going to be that Well, i think that'll be part of the agreements that the antichrist makes that he makes happen you may hear about the wall before the antichrist and the antichrist is see all these things great could fall into place and they could be talking about the wall the temples and and we not even know the antichrist yet what the antichrist is going to do is come on the scene and make it all happen yes so we don't know what's going to be in place when he shows up to make it happen all we know is he's going to make it all happen he may put it in place and make it happen or it may be in place and he makes it happen but he he's gonna be the guy that everybody finally comes to the table and goes, All right, we're gonna do this thing and here we go, and then this whole thing gets underway. So keep your eye on this whole Temple Mount thing because it's it's ratcheting up. And here's another thing happening. Just came back from Israel. The Jews are going up there now more often. There's more Jews wanting to go up there, they're going up there more often. There is a more open discussion about the temple, wanting to rebuild the temple. It's not just a few fringe people, uh the Temple Institute, you know, thirty years ago talking about it, yeah. the really only ones. No, now it's kinda of like this is becoming mainstream in Israel. There are still some people that kind of go, eh, but there's a growing number of people saying, we need to do this. And again, I think you're going to see more about it. And again, it's one of those signs to me that shows we're getting closer to the end. Now, remember, we're not waiting on the temple to be built for the rapture. The rapture can happen at any moment. That temple can be built fast. As a matter of fact, the rapture could be the catapult to the temple starting. Um, They have plans drawn for the temple. They say the temple can be constructed in a, can be constructed within six months.
1: They have all the materials.
0: Can be constructed within six months. And when you read in the, the prophecies about when they set up the altar in the last days to start sacrificing again, they say they're going to be sacrificing 220 days on the temple mount. Greg, that's six months. So it might be that they're going to go ahead and set the altar up, start the sacrifices once they get the approval to build the temple. And while the sacrifices are going up, the temple's being built in the background. That's what I think is going to happen. So, again, it's very exciting, and it can happen just so quickly. So, again, just keep your eye on this. This is cool, cool, exciting uh, uh, signs of the times stuff.
1: Yeah, because when we talk about rebuilding the third temple, when we talk about dividing the temple mount, we're, we're talking about the rapture because yeah. that we we've got to be gone we're talking about the the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38 and 39 because there's got to be something that takes the extremes yeah. the extreme groups out of the way
0: uh-huh.
1: so people will agree to this thing that the Antichrist which is not new under the Sun I mean you know it's 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 already been proposed several times before Clinton yeah. you know we remember him in our era and now so to me when we start talking about that stuff that is is exciting news for us as believers.
0: It's very exciting, Greg. Especially a lot of some of the other things we have to talk yes. about today, because these there are major, gigantic things that can only happen at the very end. Which is why I believe by the, by the end of this show, this article as well as a couple more, yeah. one for sure. Look. You're going to say, I mean, it starts making you think, okay, I always wondered, would the Lord come back soon and in my lifetime? These are the kind of things that go, I think he has to. I don't think there's, I'm not saying God has to do anything I I know, say, what, you're, I know what you're saying. But I want to make sure our listeners understand. Yes. I think that it's in a place to where God cannot allow mankind to go on anymore without taking action. It reminds me of the Tower of Babel. Hmm. And he said, unless we intervene, they can do anything. And now he didn't mean be gods or whatever. He's talking about do things that I don't want and can't be allowed right now. And for all these reasons. And he said, so we have to intervene. It's almost like mankind gets in a place where God has to move. There's no choice but to move here to stop this. Greg, we are now stepping into a realm where God's going to have to move really soon. Mm -hmm. And I believe that move is going to have to be the rapture of the church because the technology and stuff, it's all in place. Everything's there. And the only way to stop it is get the church out of here, the salt off the earth, the light of the earth out of here, assaulting the earth, light of the earth, and then boom, start this end times process. I just think, I really believe we're very close. Only God knows. And so I'm excited. Yeah. You may be a businessman or some high degree
1: Another thing that's exciting is the World Health Organization, the WHO. Who are you? Yes, we know who you are. Yes, you're part of the unholy trinity. Horton knows. Yes, Horton knows. Horton, uh, Horton, Horton here's a, a who, and uh, the WHO and Horton have both announced together <laughs> in the joint conference uh, they've uh, the launch of the digital health certification network. And yes, this is, from, this is from Planet Today. Uh, And it says, Will this become the prophesied mark of the beast?
0: Yeah, and just so you guys know, and some of these, you know, again, um, you know, websites that are not as mainstream, there's nothing I know of that's not good about this. But you validated the information. Oh, I go and watch, I watch the video. This is legitimate. And I'm not, again, I think no, this website's legitimate. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, again, it's not CBS, NBC. They're not legitimate. Right. So, again, not, a, not mainstream. Well, actually, actually, mainstream's non legitimate. I have to that clear. But, but again, this is interesting <laughs> about this. Here's the thing this launch of the Digital Health Certification Network. I want to read some of the article and then tell you guys what this really means. This is another huge re- reason, like linking into the Third Temple, where I say the Lord has to come. I believe He has to come back in our lifetime. It's got to be soon because he cannot let this stuff happen and the church be here on monday united nations um the world health organization who the director tedros at Adhan- uh at i want to say i will tedros is what i've always said but i'm not gonna try to pronounce his last name yeah i wouldn't it's some big,
1: gigantic name it is a long name uh, yeah Offici- you can read it on our site
0: um, yes there you go officially announced the launch of the globalist body long-awaited Globus Bodies long awaited global digital health certification network. I mean this is like something else. <laughs> which very well could be the prophesied mark of the beast. The purpose of this new WHO network is a track to limit the movements of people all around the world based on their obedience to government orders especially during a public health emergency like the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19. This is what this is all about. well, this is control. This is absolute control. We'll talk about it in a second. When the next pandemic is launched, the WHO will be ready and waiting with this new network to control everything. Uh, The plan is to oversee uh, all selling, commerce, economy, and during the next global event, whatever that might be, only those who can show digital proof of having obeyed the government's dictates whether they be to get another vaccine or shot or to receive some kind of electronic um, microchip implant uh, they they'll they'll be allowed to live uh they'll be allowed to carry on never before in hist- in the history of the world has something like this taken place the article says writes Leo Holman about what already took place during covid and how the next time it will be even worse and i quote it was unprecedented again covid And yet so few Christian leaders called it out for what it was. What happened in 2021 with these vaccine passports was just a dry run for an expanded, digitized ID program that will be global in scope. Those who don't submit will be singled out as the enemies of the system and (laughs) therefore a danger to humanity, end quote.
1: How many Hollywood movies are you just picturing right now
0: greg i'll tell you this is if it wasn't for jesus christ yes very scary stuff if yep. it wasn't for the promise of the rapture and the hope we have Amen. very scary stuff so let me just give this a disclaimer um you know they often say you know if there's kids in the room we're going to give you a warning uh, turn the volume down remove the kids we say no the kids are fine to stay if there are adults in the room you may want to turn this down or leave the room if you don't want to hear what's coming <laughs> i'm joking um because this is um a total nightmare for the unbeliever and let me explain why. Understand, if they implement, which it appears from Scripture, uh, Revelation 13, there will be a mark on the hand of the forehead. That's non-negotiable. It appears now, technologically, it will be digital. It looks like, Greg, it'll link into a worldwide digital system. That is exactly what they're trying to do here. Now...
1: Under under the sake for for health and safety. Exactly. Now,
0: whether or not the who is going to be the one that puts out the mark, the Antichrist is going to be the one overseeing it, or whether or not it's something else, it is the technology that I'm talking about here you need to be aware of and what's going on. Understand what has happened in our nation over the last 20 to 30 years. Those of you that have smart homes, you've put everything on the, on the internet and you control everything in your house by your smartphone app, you know, on your iPhone or whatever. Those of you that have linked into all the wonderful things, you know, if, if it was a good world uh, that you can use internet wise, those of you that have linked up to uh, the government system through even electrical or whatever with the, these new thermostats and all, which is happening in certain portions of America now and it's happening a lot overseas. Here's my point. They can take control. If you, what's this digital system is in place, Greg. Every aspect of, of of our life on earth can be controlled by those in power. And let me give you some examples. Now, I don't want to freak people out. Here's my disclaimer, and I joked a minute ago. My disclaimer is this. I firmly believe that the church is removed out of here before this kicks in full throttle. Right now. It may kick. It may start in some phases, Mm -hmm. but before this is full throttle, I believe that we're going to be taken out of here because of things I see in scripture. So for those of you who know the Lord, I want you to rest and have that peace. For those of you who don't know the Lord, I hope you're very nervous and you run to Jesus after this article. I'm I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek, but I mean it because here's what happens. Once everything goes to digital online Uh, controlled by the government and they mark everything and they have this electric cars, smart homes, everything digitized. You can't, you can't buy or sell without this digitizing. They're going to say you can't do anything. So what that means is if you don't go along with the system, they can shut down your ability to go shopping. You can't buy food. Now, can you still plant food and grow it to some degree? Yes. And you need to be learning how if you don't know how to start it because you can't go buy any. If they say no, if you don't go along with the system, they can cut down your ability to shut you off you, at the gas pump. It won't work for you. Your digital ID will say, sorry, this one can't work. We've shut you off because of some noncompliance. You won't be able to um, uh, buy food, buy gas. Uh, You'll not be able to get any electric. Uh, you won't be able to get any of your, 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 your things for your house that you need because you, you just, they're not going to let you. So you're literally going to be dead in the water if you do that. And if you think, oh, that would never happen. Let me tell you something great. Last week, this is amazing. And who gave them the authority to do this? I don't know. But Fox news reported last week and I didn't, it wasn't included here and I didn't pull it up, but you can look it up uh, our listeners. I'm pretty sure it's Fox news, but look it up. It'll, it'll pop up wherever it was. Last week, there was a gentleman who ordered something from Amazon and, um, and there was some dispute with Amazon, which he ended up being innocent. Amazon was the one making the mistake, but they delivered something and I don't know if he refused to pay or whatever happened or whatever. Amazon, he, he was everything in his house was on a smartphone system. Amazon shut his house off until he made payment. Amazon did his nothing worked in his home, not his heating, not his air, not his TV, not his internet. Amazon shut him down and said, until you get this right, you can't have your house back. He called the authorities, they looked into it, found out Amazon was wrong, made Amazon release him, and they resolved it. But guys, listen to me. Why does Amazon have the power to shut my home down? Who are they? Who gave it to them? And if Amazon can shut my home off, don't you for a second think the government of the United States can't shut your home off today if you're linked into that system? So my point is, is that don't link in. If you're linked into the smart home stuff, I know it's convenient. Get out of it. Throw your app away. Disconnect everything. Just go back to the way you were. That's my, look, I can't tell you what to do, but that's my counsel after reading that article. Um, and, and so the, the bottom line is, look, once this system kicks in, everybody that's in the who has to be a part of it. Well, just thank you, President Biden. A couple of months ago, he signed a treaty linking America to this WHO agreement about the digital system. The only way we can get out of it at this point, the only way, is for us to back out of the WHO like President Trump did. He backed out of it, and then you're not under that jurisdiction We need a president in the office in this next election. It could happen even before that, who says America is backing out of the WHO. We're not going to be under the WHO. We have nothing to do with it. Even that takes time to withdraw. That's our only hope in this thing. And so, again, this is the kind of stuff that you read about that is almost these nightmare scenarios from movies where literally they will control every aspect of your life. And let me go back to Revelation 13 revelation 13 says that's what's going to happen if you don't take the mark on your hand or your forehead you cannot buy or sell i've always thought about just like that with food no think about it you can't buy electricity you can't buy gas or, or heating you can't buy anything unless they let you that is what this is leading to this is mark of the beast stuff that's why i said as close as we are to this greg they just approved the launch of it in europe the lord has to come back sometime very soon because we got to be out of here before all this kicks in because we will not be facing taking the mark of the beast, and it is upon us, my friend it's time to wake up
1: let me just say a few things pastor mark um first and i didn't see the story, but my guess is because Amazon offers such an extensive array of amazon controlled uh, devices. There you go. That if he was an Amazon centric smart home, maybe they've got a way to disable those devices.
0: Uh, you know, that's that's probably what happened, Greg. But
1: here is the bigger issue, Pastor Mark, that you didn't talk about, that you might not have even noticed, that's there happened, um, that's that has already happened in our public utilities, and that is, if you'll remember, not too long ago, uh, when. In order to get your electric bill, in right. order to get your water bill, they uh, would people third party companies would drive trucks to your place. They'd read your meters. They'd log the information. Right. Uh, and you know, and eventually you would get a bill. Mm-hmm. That's all changed. Uh, your 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 electric meter, your water meter, all have little wireless communicators on them now. Yep, uh, mine does. That's right. And it it electronically communicates your readings to the public utility. It would be absolutely nothing for that device if that device as it exists has the capability to do so. Right. Or they implement and install an upgraded device. Right. They can just shut your electricity off or shut your water off. Yeah. Whatever. So you want to know what? Uh, the, the smart home devices are the red herring. It, it, for me and i'm just i'm I'm not disagreeing to say what you're saying i'm just saying you're using if,
0: smart home devices i am i'm using smart home <laughs> devices and you I, want to know what, but, but fine, i know but good. i There's know nothing no no, no. That.
1: no but what i'm saying is is that, is that is that it really doesn't matter if they want to shut me down they can you want to know how, how do you how, You're right. you, you How do you kill stop a snake by cutting them?
0: off the head you're right exactly you're, but, but again my point was is that it may help a little bit but you're right. If they want to do it, they're going to do it. But I'm, not,
1: I'm not going to worry about let it.
0: Me, let, me, let me share this real quick, uh,
1: Greg. I'm a but, I, but I agree. I mean, you, you can get so far into it that you open
0: yourself up. Let me pull an Audible and just do this. Okay. Here's the article. It's New York Post. I thought okay. it was Fox, and I may have seen it on Fox too, but New, okay. York, New York Post. Here it is. Amazon shuts down customer smart home devices after delivery drivers false racist claims. Let me read some of this. <laughs> Amazon shut off a man's smart home devices for a full week. After a delivery driver falsely accused the customer of hurling a racial slur.
1: So his smart home devices. That's what he said. But not his
0: electricity. Uh, well, I know that my smart home device connects to my electricity. No, what I'm saying is, is that you could
1: you could still, like, a lot of switches can be controlled by a smart home, or you can physically still turn it on or off. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you can. Okay.
0: But, I mean, look where we're heading. I, know I, I know, I know. Brandon Jackson, who, who uh, who's black... Uh, said he found himself digitally exiled from the company on May 25th, less than 24 hours after the Amazon delivery driver dropped off a package and reported him for being a racist. Mm -hmm. The homeowner uh, who detailed the saga said he was informed uh, of the unwarranted lockout after uh, contacting Amazon when he realized he couldn't interact with his smart home devices. And I quote, I was told the driver who delivered my package said I did something racist. Um, and so he goes on and says uh, he then reviewed the footage from the various surveillance cameras set up outside his home and confirmed there was no such racial slur. It was a lie. Uh, and so again, instead he said, excuse me, can I help you? <laughs> the driver who was walking away and wearing headphones must have misinterpreted the message. Nevertheless, by following, by the, by the following day, his Amazon account was blocked and his Echo devices were completely locked out.
1: So his Amazon centric There you devices. go, that's what it is. Yeah.
0: And so he said he started submitting video evidence. Uh, and again, despite numerous calls, it took him a long time to finally do it. Uh, again, a statement uh, from Amazon said they're working to prevent similar situations from happening. Uh, what happens in this case, we learned through our investigation, that the customer did nothing inappropriate and we're working directly to not let this happen again. My point is we're heading to a time where any yes. anytime you give someone control of things that you need to live, you might want to think twice because they may shut it off and eventually the antichrist will yeah. mark of the beast. So
1: um, you know, great get, get, some, get some solar panels and a well and a, and a well. Yes, yes. And, and it, a septic so it, tank.
0: Yeah, use those smart home <laughs> devices, and uh, if you need I some, do. if you need some food from the fridge, whenever they get shut down, I'll bring some. I'm over coming to over to your I'll house. I'll bring something over to you. I'll, I'll help take care of you. You're my brother. I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my word. Okay, we got to roll on. Yes. Uh, One world religion. This is the Western Journal wefs that stands for world economic forums otherwise known as the world ecumenical forums ter- terrifying new mission calls for artificial intelligence to write a unifying new bible Wow! create
0: religions that are actually correct wow isn't this amazing this is such a mockery of god by man and by satan uh, but again, does, it falls right in line with the last day's one world religion that the Bible tells us the uh, Antichrist will institute, a unifying new Bible. We're going to just say God's word is not good enough. We're going to write our own word. That's the voice of Satan right there. I don't want to do what God said. I want to do what I want. I'll write my own. And that's the same thing people say. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. That's the voice of the <laughs> enemy. It is. It's the voice of the enemy working through us. And this kind of thing, it's just it's, it's arrogance. It's pride. It's demonic. And listen to this again, what the World Economic Forum is once again face backlash from conservatives and Christians as senior advisor. You've all know a Harari. We all know that name by now recently yes, proposed the concept of an AI generated new Bible. I bet you did uh, <laughs> to establish unified and correct religions, <laughs> correct religions. <laughs> ah, Harari <laughs> explained that AI's role in writing. Uh, uh, this is AI's role in writing a new Bible. And I quote, it's the first technology ever that can create new ideas. Uh, notice that saying that It makes brand new ideas. Somebody says, For example, the printing press, radio, television, broadcast they all spread the the, the current ideas from the human brain. Um, However, they can't create a new idea. AI can. Uh, You know, Johannes Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It's because God's word is holy and is unchangeable. Anyway, let's go on. Uh, he goes on, and I quote, it had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Yeah, who cares what God says? We'll just do our own. This is so demonic. That's the time I, of judges. Anyway, and no idea uh, how to write a Bible. Uh, is, it, is the Bible good, he says? Is it bad? How to interpret it? How not to interpret it? Because there's nothing doing, it's not good or bad. It's God's word. We know it's good. Harari then candidly expressed the ultimate goal of the globalist agenda for the Bible, and I quote, AI can create new ideas. It can even write a new Bible. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by AI. You know, uh, just, just, just you know, try to imagine, um, you know, a, a world with no heaven, uh, a world with no this. Again, Yes, John the, Lennon. yes thank you very much. Uh, John Lennon, again, you know, the, the point is this whole mindset is so Satan, Greg, but it so lines up with the last day's yeah um linking into that one world religion whether or not this will be it i'm not saying that we know there's going to be you know when you look at the days of rome they had as long as everybody worshiped caesar which lines up with everybody worshiping the antichrist in the revived rome then you could have your own religion yeah so you could still have another religion had to worship caesar and we're going to now a revived roman empire will it be the same type of thing once the church is gone if you want to be a muslim you can be a muslim if you want to be a buddhist hindu whatever and as long as you worship the antichrist or Will it be some kind of thing where the Antichrist, you know, even prior to him saying he's God, forces this one world you know, AI whatever thing? I don't know. Interesting.
1: I'll, I'll give you a few examples. I've used an AI program that will make art. And so I did it as a demonstration right. for a friend of ours that we both know. And, the, and, and they have a particular type of dog. It's very unique. Okay. And I said, give me a picture of this dog uh, laying on grass with a blue sky in watercolor format. Right. And so it does it. And it was pretty accurate. Well, how does AI know what that dog looks like? Because human beings have entered images right. into the Internet, into the World Wide Web, of what that dog looks like. AI can only create things, right. modify things, of existing knowledge that's there. So to Harari's point and what he doesn't understand, AI could probably go read the Bible, okay, which it can. Right. And and extract the information in the Bible that talks about a one-world religion and the components of it, and then write a Bible that basically says that, and that's not going to be a new idea. And none of of it will be new. Why? Because Ecclesiastes tells us there's nothing new under the sun. So the computer is only going to generate what human beings have put into it.
0: Yeah, and I think what he's trying to tout is that after human which you're correct yes. but he's trying to tout after human beings put what's into it then it can then learn to think and add to that that's yeah that's what mean, that's what they're claiming they're yeah, claiming sentience. it can think and add to that yeah sentience so yeah um anyway
1: i, I don't know i but who knows he want he he's gonna well, he'll write it himself if ai doesn't
0: and the next article describes it okay
1: <laughs> did uh we already covered for that did uh, we not
0: about number five no oh, no oh, that, oh
1: yeah we're, we'll get there Oh, will get that was there next i apologize no, we'll, we'll right. get there you know all like right. i said i knew today was going to be a good show we got good content because we're just kind of like this going down we're dry i feel like i'm driving like Jehu no, today
0: you're driving, you're driving fine you're <laughs> driving right. fine i think look i think this is exactly how god wants it to go I, I think this is all this is this to me is this is like good info for it our is. people good it
1: info is. um and in case you don't know him that's pastor mark kirk <laughs> Who's helping us make sense of the signs of the times. It's our weekly take on Bible prophecy in the world's news on WIAM LP Knoxville. It's a weekly broadcast that we've tagged as podcast number 266. And you can find our show that's available through all of your popular podcast outlets. And now it is time for listener mail. mail. Uh, Quick housekeeping note for those people that send us questions and jeremy i'm talking to you you're one of them uh because your uh question came with a link to a youtube video and unbeknownst to us our system that sends everyone an email from the listener questions that we need to do to produce the show did not go to everybody it's run by ai it's run by ai AI. AI has failed. Uh, it's already a failure. <laughs> yes. It's the biggest it's failure, failure ever. Can yes. you do it? Can you do a President Trump interpretation of that? And AI, it's it's horrible. It's the worst. Yeah, that, the, that would be good do if that? I could. No, if, no, if I could. I could again,
0: I quit working on it once he lost the election. But I mean, I need to go back. I need to try to figure him out. Maybe you He's,
1: can ask AI to do a Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, it could. Okay, it certainly could. <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is is that. Um, we will get to your question next week, uh, Jeremy, because your link came with a video that Pastor Mark needs to watch. All right, our first question comes from Juana, who enjoys signs the times down there in the panhandle of Pensacola, Florida, and she wants to know, will there be death during the thousand year reign? She says, so if there are mortals having babies and living in the thousand year reign when they grow old and die, or that's her question, yes. or... Do they live in their earthly bodies through that 1,000 years?
0: Again, great question. And for the listeners who don't know anything about the millennial, I'll say very quickly, it's going to be mortals and immortals entering into the kingdom. That is, those of us that get raptured will come back and we will go into the kingdom. And those that are saved and make it through the great tribulation, and some will, who know the Lord, they're going to get in as well. So yes, mortals, that is, people in these bodies that are going to die, they will enter into the great. Uh, they will enter into the thousand year range. So yes, the Bible says those mortals will be dying, and they'll also be having children who will be dying. Um, but as far as the um, um, the longevity, again, probably those who go in. What's going to happen is it's going to be a perfect, pristine, um, non aging environment, which means even people that go in older will probably live a lot longer than they would have. Even as you saw people living for hundreds of years prior to the flood and the change of the of the atmosphere in that day and the children will be living long as a matter of fact it probably will be people even the children that are born living the full thousand years. Um, because, again, we had people living almost a 1,000 years prior to the flood. You had Methuselah live 969 years. And, and so you're going to see that kind of lifespan again. So everybody will be living hundreds of years. However, the Bible says people will be dying. And it does tell us, Juana, that when a child dies at 100, it'll be like, oh, wow, kind of like a curse. Like you were so young. And that kid was a 100. You know why? He went so soon, you know. Um, and so, yeah, they'll be dying. Now, he, which brings up interesting side note, not to get too sidetracked, but I want to mention it you know what happens at that point i think it's going to be very interesting because when they die if they're saved they're going to get a new body so will it be they die and their body just kind of disappears and they pop up i'm okay you know and they're right there, you know it's like i don't know but it's going to be interesting to see how god makes the transition yes. from the old mortal body into the new one which we receive at the rapture so I, it's going to be interesting how that's going to work i don't know
1: yeah it would be interesting if he does it And does it visibly so people can see it. I
0: mean, how could you not? Unless there's some delay in getting your body. Because once you die, your spirit will just be there yeah and maybe there'll be a delay and there'll be some kind of you know the spirit ceremony those that have graduated cr- float across the <laughs> stage and we had your here's your diploma <laughs> and your new body go to the other side and, and we're out there clapping oh i love bobby he graduated yes. his new body and so happy so happy and you know. enjoy the heavenly He's,
1: finger he, foods he studied, studied yes. 400
0: years for that you know and so finally got his degree of a new body and there he is so whatever mm-hmm. i don't know or will it be kind of like you know you're you're looking at him it's like just you know okay guys i think this is it like die die any moment and all of a sudden they quit talking and I'm, like, I'm okay like i said they, they're there yeah. they are just young and i don't know but it's very interesting but we do know they will be dying and But they're also going to live forever if they know the Lord. Now, if they die without knowing the Lord, and believe it or not, it says some during the millennial kingdom will reject Jesus Christ. So it proves that it doesn't matter about how good your environment is. It proves your heart. Yeah, they're going to reject him. What will happen when they die? They'll just that's it. They'll die. And their spirit will go to Hades and be held there till judgment day. And we'll have to dispose of the bodies and probably actually have, you know, funerals. You have to go bury him and do a funeral. And so that's going to be. And look, I guarantee this during the millennial kingdom. You'll know who's saved and who's not at death. Yeah. Because those no that doubt. are saved, right. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those that are not saved. Oh. oh, I thought he knew the Lord. No, he obviously didn't. So, I'm, you know, I'm not yeah, making a lot of somebody. No, no, but true. there will be no yeah. question of who's saved and who's yeah. not during the millennial kingdom. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Pastor Mark, our next question comes from Don Marie in Joy Signs of the Times down in Maryville. She has a question about God's image. She says, I know we are all made in God's image. I know that Jesus forgives any sin. If a fully transitioned person comes to know God, and accepts Jesus as their Savior, they are forgiven and will be caught up in the rapture of the church. Now my question is when they get their new body. Will it be of their previous gender, the one God intended for them to be? I'm a middle school science teacher. Students know they can ask anything, and I will try to answer to the best of my ability. How can I help the students that are confused about who they are?
0: Yeah, great question, and, and multifaceted, Greg. We're going to unpeel this onion here a little bit at a time. I want to address uh, some of these, Don uh, and again, Great question, but I want to unpeel it a little bit at a time because, again, there's 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 um, physical aspects to this question and, and spiritual aspects to the question. First of all, the physical is, and this is where I think that the culture has been so – and I know you know the difference. I'm not saying you don't. I know you know this when I say this, but I'm saying for our listeners' sake, I want to extrapolate on this, and that is when it says if they fully transitioned – Uh, Will they go back to their original gender? Here's what the Bible says. Nobody has the ability to ever leave their original gender. It's impossible. You cannot leave your gender. You can have surgeries and remove body parts. You can sew other body parts on that aren't real body parts that were really developed that way. But here's what determines gender. The X and Y chromosomes. Um, in in every human being, they either have X and X chromosomes or X and Y. And again, this is why I said I know you as a science teacher know this. So I'm not in any way um, trying to um, um, insult your intelligence. I'm saying this for the listeners. You have the X and X uh, chromosomes; those are female. There is no surgery to change the chromosomes. Okay. In the male, you have X and Y chromosomes. There is no surgery to change X and Y chromosomes. So you are Who you are and it can't be changed by external surgery or by hormones or by thought process It it just is it's almost like saying Um, you know, this is dirt and I can call it whatever I want. It's gonna be dirt. It's just dirt I can't change it from being dirt. It's dirt and I can dress it up I can I can I can make a vase out of it clay and I can make it look nice different than it looked But it's still dirt. It's just I changed the outward appearance. So you get my point Number one, no one will have to come back to their gender in heaven because you cannot leave it. It is scientifically and biblically impossible. So that's the first thing to note. Now, uh, to go on beyond that, um, and that'd be especially difficult to explain in a public setting, public school setting, because you'd be attacked for that. But but that's just the truth, okay, scientifically. Um, Now, as far as in heaven... What gender and these kind of things. Here's what we know about heaven and genders. Very little. We know very, Here's what we do know. Um, she is never used in, in, in anything to do with heaven in the Bible. Only he. Only he. God is always referred to only as a he. Um, this may shock some people who grew up with little pictures on their wall in their bedroom, but all angels, the ones that are mentioned, are only referred to as he's. You don't have a single she angel mentioned anywhere in the Bible. There's, so so no one in heaven is ever referred to in the female. It's only referred to in the male. Now, does that mean that everybody in heaven is going to be a male? I'm not saying that. And I'm saying I don't know what it's going to be like. And I don't want to confuse the gender issue more by saying this. And this is where I'm going to separate earth from heaven. On earth, God made a very clear distinction of how it's going to work in male and female. It says God created them male and female. And then God shows that through science by X and X chromosomes and X and Y chromosomes. That can't be altered by surgery or mindset or culture. It just is what it is, whether people get mad or not. Now, with that said, that's in the earthly realm. So in the earthly realm, we can certainly say males will always be males. Females will always be females and nothing. That, that's just how it is. Now we get to the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, all we know of is he's in heaven. But then here's the confusing statement that we don't really know how this is going to work in heaven. Jesus made a statement, not, not about man, but he did say, um, well, he did, I guess say about man again, when the Sadducees were asking about uh, resurrection, whose wife would this you know, person be when they're resurrected at the day of resurrection, the Lord said, you don't know what you're talking about because mankind will be like the angels. Now, when he said, we're going to be like the angels, we know enough of the Bible to say, he wasn't saying we're going to have wings and he wouldn't say we're going to be on equal par with the angels. We're not going to be like them in that way, because the Bible says we'll actually be above the angels in authority in heaven. So we will be separate from the angels and not like them uh, in, in, in all ways. But he made a point, and we talked about this. He said, like the angels, in, in what? In that there's neither male nor female. Now, that makes it interesting. See, that's something that's kind of weird to say today, because people could grab that and say, well, see, that shows that it's like heaven on earth. If they do. No, 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 no. On earth, God gave the boundaries, male and female. In heaven, certainly there's not going to be a perversion of the sexes in heaven. If God didn't approve of it down here, it's certainly not going to be in heaven. So there's not going to be trans people in heaven and and different, you know, whatever gender things, confusion. We'll all be one in Christ. We will all be the bride of Christ. And my best guess, and this is dangerous, the Bible doesn't say, I I don't know that it's going to be male and female like we know it is most certainly not. Will there be a difference in us forever in the way we were created in a male and female in some way that we'll know in heaven? Or will we all just become in our new bodies kind of this, we are the bride of Christ, but not female. Because, again, does, there's no indication of that. And, 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 and but, but just kind of we're all there as one. And like there's not a male or female angel, although they appear as men when they come to the earth and they're called he's. He doesn't give them a gender. He doesn't say they're male or female in that way. So I think something in heaven's going on that we don't fully understand about how that's all going to come together. Um, and, and so we just have to wait and see. Now, I don't know if that helps you or confuses things when you're trying to explain that to kids. I can't imagine trying to explain all that to kids and, and then really get anything out of it. But I think the biggest thing our kids need to know today, uh, Dawn, is this. God said he made them male and female. And science backs that up. X and X chromosomes. X and Y chromosomes. And they need to understand All the surgeries in the world, all the makeup, all the clothing, all the testosterone, all the estrogen, none of that affects the chromosomes. They remain X and X and X and Y. It cannot be altered. God made it that way and man can't change it. That's just a factual statement in this realm, and we don't fully understand how it's going to be in the heavenly realm other than those few things I was able to share.
1: Yeah. Great questions, though, today. Absolutely. Uh, if absolutely. you've got a question uh, like these uh, ladies did today, uh, Juana and Don Marie, uh, we invite you to visit our website at thewaymedia.net. Just click on Signs of the Times, and, or if you've got the Way Media app, either way, you can send us your prophecy question. I wonder if ChatGPT can write church music. (laughs) I don't know. Breitbart.com talks about a no soul German church holding its first artificial intelligence generated sermon. This is very interesting. It
0: really is. And actually, I've heard a lot of these in the past, so I don't know why they said this is the first one. (laughs) Um, Are you talking about soulless sermons? Soulless, uh, uh, unintelligent (laughs) sermons. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that. I, know. I mean, it's well, it, it, You want to know? It, hey. It's, it's pastor territorial well, joking. Hey, three-fourths of the congregation said they could tell no difference. <laughs> I'm just you, kidding.
1: You've even, you've
0: even joked that, our, that you even joke our
1: sanctuary comfortably sleeps 600. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. We're just... So. I'm joking. Anyway. All right, here we go. <laughs> but this describes AI. Uh, this out of Firth, Germany. The artificial intelligence chatbot... Ask the believers in the fully packed St. Paul's church in barbarian town of Firth to rise uh, uh, from the pews and praise the Lord. The chat, the chat box, personified by an avatar of a bearded black man on a huge screen above the altar, then began preaching the more to more than 300 people who had shown up on Friday morning for an experimental Lutheran church service almost entirely generated by AI. And he said, Dear friends, it is an honor for me to stand here and preach to you as the first artificial intelligence as this year's convention of Protestants <laughs> in Germany. The avatar said, "Listen," with an expressionless face and monotonous voice.
1: He wanted what? That was a great impression.
0: That's why I did it.
1: You are good at impression. I seven. I
0: seven no one could tell the difference of the uh, many of the local <laughs> pastors. I'm sorry. And the forty minute service included the sermon, uh, the sermon, prayers, and music. They were created by Chat, a uh, uh, Chat GPT. Uh, GPT. Yes. A theologian and philosopher from University of Vienna. And I quote, I conceived this service, but actually I rather accompanied it because I would say that about ninety eight percent comes from the machine, the twenty nine year old scholar told the Associated Press. The AI and I'm not saying this guy couldn't teach. I'm not making fun of this church. I don't know anything about him, and maybe an on fire church for God. They were just doing an experiment here. I'm just being It was to, an
1: AI generated pastor.
0: Y- yes. Uh, But I mean the pastor that did it, or the scholar who who programmed it, the 29-year-old, he may have been a pastor. So I'm saying if he is, I'm not attacking him. I don't know anything about him. So I'm I'm having fun here. Yes. The AI Church service was uh, one of the hundreds of events at a convention of Protestants in the Bavarian towns of Nuremberg and the uh, neighboring Firth. Uh, and it drew such immense interest that people formed a long line outside the 19th century neo-Gothic building an hour before it began. And I quote, you end up with a pretty solid church service, he said, mm. sounding, almost, uh, sounding almost surprised by the success of his experiment. Yeah, a normal <laughs> service if you're spiritually dead. Yeah. Uh, there are no, there's no heart and no soul. The avatars showed no emotion at all, had no body language, uh, no body language, and were talking so fast and monotonously that it was like, very hard for me to concentrate on what they said. One man said, "But maybe it's different for the younger generation who grew up with all of this." Schmidt added, "This was Schmidt, a guy they uh, they, they interviewed. Besides this uh, Simmerline guy, who thought it was great. Here's the bottom line: you can generate a sermon and do whatever, and, and try to use the thing, the Bible to do that, but." If there's there, no soul is true, there's no soul, there's no connection to mankind, there's no connection to God, it's going to be dead. Look, it's God's spirit and man's connection there that makes the Bible alive, and so it's going to be soulless and dead, not that the Bible's soulless and dead, but something that's not connected to God is, and this is going to be totally, uh, uh, you know, useless and wasted. I mean, really what's going to happen first is you're going to have guys that don't want to write their own sermons, have them generated, and then they'll just kind of re-preach Right, them. they'll and, mail it and, in. Yeah, and then you make it to the point where it's, literally, it's, it's. I mean, the church of A.I., I mean, again, that wouldn't surprise me. You know, people create their own religions today, and so they may do that again. And so there you have it. It's very interesting.
1: Fox News. Liberal mainline United Methodists see more than 5,000 congregations leave amid arguments over sex and gender. Now,
0: good for them. Good for them. A while back when we saw the Methodist Church making some very foolish decisions congrega- or as, a, as a nation, yes. we openly said that was how wrong that was. You know what? Now I'm going to praise them. Way to go, Methodist Church. Good for you. That is, those who withdrew you took a stand for the word of God. The number of congregations departing from the United Methodist Church exceeded 5,000 last week as the second largest Protestant denomination in the U.S. continues to fracture over theological disagreements, just basically the Bible, do you believe it or not, mostly pertaining to human sexuality. The number of churches that have been given the green light by their annual conferences to disaffiliate increased from approximately 4,600 early last week to 5321 as of Friday, according to United Methodist News. The number of churches leaving the United United Methodist Church has surged in recent years, with approximately 2,000 congregations being approved to to disaffiliate in 20. uh, Twenty-two and more than three thousand this year. Look, I know there's a lot of strong believers involved in the Methodist Church. Sweet people. I have uh, one, uh, you know, I have a dear, a dear friend, pastor, right now, who's very much saved and on fire for the Lord. That was a, a united Methodist pastor for years. So this isn't attacking. I'm not trying to do when I when I anything we ever say where they're doing something wrong, we call it out like we would. If Calvary Chapel did something wrong, is yeah, Calvary absolutely. Chapel's in sin here? Calvary Chapel needs to repent. I would call that out. It goes across the board. We've got to stick with God's word and be true to God's word. So now I praise them and say, "Way to go, guys! You're making a stand for the Word of God." God, don't go along with the culture in this or any of these other cultural issues, stand with the word of God. And if you continue to do that and turn back to the word of God, God will bless you.
1: Yes, he will. Absolutely. And speaking of blessings, let's get to some good news today. Uh, This is from Christianheadlines.com, a popular actor in the chosen uh, converts to Christianity. Um, He said, I can't help but talk about it.
0: A popular actor in The Chosen was chosen. Praise the Lord. A well-known actor in The Chosen is opening up about his, faith, his new faith journey, saying he had never had a personal encounter with Jesus until he took the role in the Bible-based hit series. Nick Shakur, who portrays Zebedee, told Christian Headlines that the series has, that has had a significant impact on his life. His character is the father of James and John. And I quote, It's been a major change, Shakur told Christian Headlines, referencing his life creator and director dallas jenkins a self-described evangelical has been open about the series employing christians and non-christians alike for the cast and crew saying the goal is to hire the best person for the position shakur said he grew up in a christian environment but never had a personal conversion he told christian headlines he has been influenced on the set of the chosen by the behind the scenes people who are believers and by their friends in running in their circles and starting to seek god through them and i quote it all accumulated to last september where I was invited to a church conference where the next thing I knew, a bunch of, uh, the next thing I knew, Jed, was a millionaire. I'm just kidding. I just, that, it did not say that. I had that. A church uh, conference where the next thing I knew, a bunch of people surrounded me. They laid their hands o- over me and started praying. Shakur told Christian headlines. And as I was able to experience what it was like to experience the Holy Spirit going from inside, going from outside to the inside, uh, it set my body into flames the experience he said was overwhelming so awesome to see he came to know the lord and again you know that's how god is used he'll use these shows to do that and praise the lord that he gave his life to the lord
1: uh real quick christian headlines uh high school valedictorian shares the gospel during his or her gra- i'm not sure it's who it is her
0: her graduation speech yeah, Lydia Owens' valedictorian of Woodmont High School again said this: "You are so much more, unwell, uh, uh, and how well you perform uh, isn't, isn't based on you know your just the earthly things. Placing your identity in the things of this world will disappoint you because they're only temporary." She said. The crowd applauded throughout her speech. When everything else in life, she said, felt uncertain, the only person I could depend on to stay the same was Jesus. Uh, was jesus amen and owens is the daughter of the first uh, baptist pastor in simpsonville uh, brian owens and i quote you don't have to worry about whether or not you'll be successful uh, because god promises that his grace is sufficient for us And his power is made perfect through weakness. So she was used, and again, praise the Lord for those that are being bold this time of year, to share their faith and be bold. And we need more people sharing the gospel. As a matter of fact, if you don't know Christ, I give right now, you need to come to the Lord. If you're convicted right now by your sin, ask God to forgive you. Know that Jesus died for you on the cross. And if you simply confess to him that you are guilty, that you're a sinner, you ask his forgiveness and say, I put my faith in what you did, Lord, on the cross, The Bible says you will be forgiven and you will be saved. And even for those who heard the good news again by Lydia at that graduation ceremony, you're hearing the good news now. The Lord is calling you to respond. Make a decision before it's too late. Yeah.
1: Pastor Mark, thank you very much. And folks, thank you for listening. Don't forget, our website contains everything you need to know about our program, Signs of the Times, as well as other programs like Pastor Mark's daily Bible teaching on the radio called Come to the Table, our radio station, WIAM, and the ever-growing teaching library here at Calvary Knoxville, all at thewaymedia.net. And we hope to have you back here next Friday at one thirty as we discuss more Signs of the Times on WIAM.